Hey, DJ Flook here from Stadium Scenes Main Event. Networking has become more important than ever, so why are you still carrying around paper business cards that end up lost or in the trash? Our friends at Link have created a solution to that problem by getting your contact info directly into that person's phone with a simple tap from your plastic business card, a bracelet, or even an Apple Watch band. When it's time to update your contact info, make the change in their easy-to-use networking app. For listeners of Stadium Scenes Made Event, you can save 15% by typing in promo code StadiumScene, that's all one word, at checkout. To learn more, visit linkapp.com. That's L I N Q A P P.com. There's a lot of people in the sports world nowadays athletes, media personalities, bloggers, podcasters, video producers, influencers all with amazing stories to share about how they got to where they are today and where they're going tomorrow. I'm DJ Fluke, and along with my partners, Kate Thompson. I'm sorry, I didn't go to a college that has football teams, so sometimes I space out. And Jillian Fisher. Hey! Oh my gosh, I alerted my pug, and he's like, oh no, don't bark, please don't bark. We're here to share those stories in something we like to call StadiumScene.tv's main event. Hey, before we get started, this episode was also recorded as a video, which is available on YouTube via the description of this podcast episode. Otherwise, enjoy the show. All right, welcome to another edition of 10 Minutes with... Kate decided to skip the show today to go drinking wine with her mom. Um, I guess it's like 3.30 in Chicago right now as we're recording this. So it's, I don't know when she started drinking, but she could be doing some morning drinking. Um, wouldn't be unlike her. She's not here, so I'm trashing her all I want. Um, <laughs> since this episode's going to air next week, uh, just a, a flashback, our previous guest, the uh, Never Heard of Them podcast, we were on their last Thursday episode, and uh, we, we did a pretty good job trashing each other, so um, nice. please please check that out. So as you can see, I'm with a guest here today. Today our guest comes uh, comes to us out of the, the Oklahoma City area. Please welcome to the show the host of the Air Raid Attack podcast, Mike McClintock. Mike, welcome to the show. Thank you, DJ, for having me. Glad to be a part of not just stadium scene, but glad to be a part of your day and, and part of your show. Yeah. So we've been trying to, to get this booked here for a few weeks now. So it just unfortunately, uh, life has happened, good and bad. So hopefully everything's going well in your life now or as, as well as it can be considering the circumstances. Yeah, uh, things are kind of quieting down. Uh, of course, a few weeks ago, I believe the first part of July, I was uh, diagnosed with our had COVID-19 symptoms, and then my youngest son, Blake, he had, I think, the worst part of it, So, but all is well since, and uh, we're just trying to stay healthy as, as much as possible. Good, good to hear. But, I mean, I know you're running into some uh, some tough times there with your with the illnesses in the family, so good that that's uh, finally getting under control, so um, well, on, but let's let's go to a, a bit of a, a higher note. Let's talk about your show today, so... Um, let's, let's go right into it. Why, why did you start a podcast? You know, DJ, the reason why um, I started a podcast is growing up, I actually had a speech impediment. And so pretty much um, from elementary to my freshman year of high school, I was a quiet kid. Nobody, I mean, everybody knew me. I had my friends, but 
I wasn't the one that's going to be the first one to speak. I want to read a book or raise your hand to say whatever. So I uh, grew up, watched all kinds of sports, grew up practically a sports fanatic. And so my passions in sports, I figured, well, why not uh, share your passion with a lot of people talking sports? And so that's really one of many reasons why I started podcasts. And secondly, just to have fun, uh, share your passion, share what you love to do and talk about it and, and make some friends. So I'm, I'm you know, going to deviate here. We're going over our 10 minutes. I guarantee it. But <laughs> you, you talked about you know, growing up, you, you had a, a speech impediment. Um, I, I've noticed there's actually a lot of people who, you know, in their youth have a speech impediment actually go on into broadcasting. And it seems like that's kind of been a, a way to help, I don't know, treat's the right word. I mean, is that like, can you kind of just kind of outline the process of, of how you address that from, from yourself and from your you know, personal standpoint? Absolutely. Um, to me personally, I think it's more of a, more of a overcoming story. Uh, you know, I grew up and not many people, my, my dad, and you know, he can probably tell you that, Hey, he was just a quiet one at home. I just, you know, not so much stayed at quiet at home. It's just because of self-confidence. There we go. That's what I'm thinking. Cause you're afraid of making a mistake every single second of the day because you mispronounce the R word. My, my biggest one's R word. So if I can say Gretzky, Gretzky, I can sit there and if I say it too fast, I may say Gretzky or whatever. So something just random off the top of my head. Um, so I think with that, building into broadcasting, podcasts, so on and so forth, I think that's a self-confidence thing because you gain more and more self-confidence knowing, hey, this is who I am. You know, it's not going to get away. It's just – so I think that's what kind of led into podcasting and even broadcasting down the road. That's awesome. Wow. That's a really cool story. Yes, sir. Oh. Moving on to the show, let's let's just you know, let's go down the road. What what should a listener expect to hear from your show? What, what talk about the format? The podcast, the Air Raider Tech podcast, and a lot of people um, asked. I think the biggest question I had was, how in the world did you come up with Air Raider Tech? First of all, and so being a Big Twelve country, we see the ball get gunslinged more than we see probably defenses trying to tackle. Um, here in Big Twelve, <laughs> here in Big Twelve country. Um, we just gunslinging. So you got the air raid, of course. How Mom is a big time air raid um, personnel that came up with it. But I live, just so people know, I'm close to the Air Force Base. And if you're familiar with Oklahoma, it's kind of obvious. There's a few t- uh, Air Force bases. So military, my grandpa's back is a Air Force person. So air raid, you know, kind of come up with it. So what people can expect at the show is one, I kind of say it as I see it. If OU or any other team may have struggled, that's fine. I mean, they're going to struggle. I'm going to give them my two cents, but at the same time expect um, to have, you know, expect to hear people coming from coaches, players, um, even uh, front office personnel come on, really get more of the in-depth of the sports instead of just, man, the New Jersey Devils really sucked that night. Um Corey Snyder gave up seven goals and the team gave up one, you know, scored one and so on, whatever the case may be, or the Denver Broncos have no quarterback or whatever the case may be. Um, it's more of a, you'll still get the game analysis, but at the same time, you'll get uh, guests coming on and really more to hear the more of the in-depth behind the scenes than you do uh, what you would usually hear. See, and you made a, an interesting point, you know, being in big 12 country and it's, it's, you know, it's all out offense. There's no defense in there. 
I mean, I, I grew up in Big Ten country. I went to a Big Ten school. And it's it's basically defense and quarterbacks. And yep. it's, it's the, you know, and, until, you know, I went to Purdue and, and, you know, until Joe Tiller came around mm-hmm. and kind of changed things up a little bit in the conference. I mean, it was just, you know, it's linebackers here. It was, you oh, know, yes. Yeah, uh, you know, and and then you know you look through the the quarterbacks that have come out of the the Big Ten, and you know, some n- not as well known. You know, Tom Brady, not as well known in, in college as he is today. Uh, right. You know, and, and there's even you know if you look back, Michigan fans wanted him benched <laughs> while he was there. <laughs> you know, little little did they know he's yeah what what he was going to turn out to be after he left out of the school. But I mean, it's just a kind of amazing, and that culture is kind of held on that you know you, you always see texas tech they're always airing it out it'll score 50 60 points a game but they'll also give up 50 60 points a game. <laughs> uh but it, it it's it's amazing that you know you, you go across these these conferences and it's just the culture hasn't changed it, it's amazing like it's just that's what it is that's how it always has been and then you get somebody who comes in periodically and disrupts it and has a little bit of success until the conference adapts and it's pretty incredible and i think that's really what makes college football so great absolutely and you know i think college football i think i mentioned this maybe on the previous show maybe the on monday show um anybody watching it definitely check it out i think i mentioned this is i believe eventually i know the nfl is a big time a big time league i still think college football eventually is going to get to that level if it hasn't already no it's not going to be the most premier whatever so on and so forth but it's getting to the point that it's starting to be that big time sport to where everybody really um, grasps the, the college football game. I remember growing up, it wasn't as big as it is now. I mean, now you got, you know, teams that you never heard of that they're legit consistently, you know, uh, year in and year out competing for a national championship. Back in the early 2000s, I think it was Oklahoma, Texas, Florida State, maybe at times Miami. And that's really who you – in Ohio State – that's really who you had. Now you got Alabama, LSU. OU's good to get to the playoffs. You got, you know, Michigan, if they can ever beat Ohio State. You know, Purdue had a wonderful year that won you. So, I mean, it's just every year it's it's unpredictable. Even if, you know, looking at the, at the smaller schools, too. I mean, you look at, like, Absolutely. Boise State, for example. Yep. That, that was, you know, until the late 90s. Nobody had really ever heard of Boise State, at least from a, a football standpoint. Now everybody knows who Boise State is. Yeah. You know, Appalachian State walked in almost 15 years ago now and upset Michigan, and now now they're a, a Division One school, and they've been you know they've come into the top 25. I mean, this is Appalachian State. I mean, this isn't this isn't a a big school by any means in a you know a, a large urban area. I mean, it's 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 really amazing just how how these programs have have risen over the last several mm-hmm. years. Oh, absolutely. And, you know, Appalachian State, I think I mentioned in one of my shows, is now with the way that college football is built, at least for this year, I mean, I'm not going to speak for one and moving forward, but for 2020, I mean, this team could easily be, we might sneak into those New York Six Bowls. I don't know how all that's going to work out. We'll get there if it ever happens. But, I mean, we're talking teams, you know, Boise State beat Oklahoma a few, you know, about 12 years ago roughly now. Mm-hmm. Um, in the Fiesta Bowl with the Statue of Liberty play. You got teams TCU. I remember them in the Rose Bowl beating Wisconsin. You know, you know. So it's just unpredictable. You got teams, like you said, it's just never were a power. Now they're competing for championships and conferences and trying to be that in that 16th seed area. And, and uh, the thing is, I, you know, I love that, you know, when Boise State came onto the scene and just kind of yep. 
you know, they came in and just started punching the big guys in the mouth. And uh, after that game, I ended up going and actually buying a, a Boise State jersey. It was, it was Ian nice. Johnson who had the uh, the winning touchdown there. I got his, I have his jersey. It's hanging in my closet. Uh, and I just love their their blue field. I mean, I went. Oh to, yes. I, I had to travel to Boise for work about ten years ago. First thing I did after I got off the plane, I got in my rental car. I drove up to campus. I wanted to see the blue field for myself. Uh. <laughs> That's the first thing I. And then I went and uh, and ate Jack in the Box and got really nasty food poisoning. And now I have a really sour Ooh. memory from going to Boise. It's you know it's been over a decade now, but I still kind of like. Ugh. I mean, you know, now that I live out in Arizona, I see Jack in the Box everywhere, and I still drive by. Yep. And just, oh no. We have a we have a few here in Oklahoma City, but I'm not not a huge fan of them. <laughs> well, they won't be sponsoring this show. <laughs> <laughs> Oops! I just oh, well. yeah. Sorry, Jack in the Box. Well, yeah. Well, you can day. cross them off your sponsorship list. So we'll have to find another fast food place. Um, <laughs> so, since you've started podcasting, share a piece of advice that you've that you've learned um, coming along the way. Honestly, a lot. Even when I went to school, American Broadcasting here in um, in Oklahoma, and right down the street from me in Dell City, and um, even through there and then meeting a lot of on-air personalities and podcasters and so on. You know, the really the piece of the, the piece of the puzzle that really in this biggest advice that continues to be what I go through on a daily basis and even into shows is just be yourself. Um, is just be yourself. You're going to have technical difficulties. You're going to have, you know, things come up that were maybe it just wasn't the greatest of show, so on and so forth. You maybe stumbled, you know, you had all your notes, but then somehow the cat drops your water or runs across your desk, water falls under, whatever the case may be. It's just, it's just be yourself. Um, that's really the biggest advice, I think. Second show in a row, we've had a, a story about a cat interrupting a broadcast. <laughs> you know, and, and, and what's funny is uh, on Thursday's episode, and I kid you not, it's just I must have had butterfingers. It's just, and it goes back to just be yourself and just just roll with the motions. I was trying to scoot the uh, mouse across the desk. Well, somehow when I went to the right, it just flew across the room. I'm here. I, it's actually during the show, so I really can't just stop and edit. I'm like, I got you know, I got a lot of momentum going. I realized I looked over, then my keypad, my course our keypad or my mouse pads on the laptops, it doesn't want to work. I'm literally just talking at this point, rambling. And then I think towards the 24th or 25th minute, I was like, we're going to take a quick break. A lot of technical <laughs> difficulties will be bad. and refresh. Um, yeah, let's, let's start fresh. <laughs> I, I hear that. I, I actually, in our, our episode from last week, the way I have my chair positioned on purpose for everybody is that there's a door behind me. Right. My, my children, I have twin daughters who are two and a half. And um, it, this is strategically blocking the door because periodically last week during the show, the door <laughs> kept opening. The door kept opening. And I, was, I'm, I wasn't going to look back because I didn't want to distract everybody. And, and uh, my, my children, actually, my <laughs> kids, it was, they were getting ready for uh, bath time and ripped all their clothes off running around. <laughs> Oh my God! <laughs> so my wife is like, I hope she's sending me texts, and I'm seeing them pop up on my screen right here. 
Right. Popping up. I hope your chair is blocking the door. I'm like, yes, it is blocking the door. <laughs> but, but yes, you know, you're gonna have technical difficulties. You're gonna have distractions, and you gotta roll with it. I mean, that's that's well said. It's, the name. it's gonna happen. I mean, and I got people listening that text and message me on Twitter and all that good stuff. Great show, and you know, I was like, thanks. And here I am thinking this show sucked because my mouse flew across the room. I can't work my mouse on a thing. You guys are just at this point. I don't know what at this. I think we're talking about the uh, Appalachian State, and here I am, just like twentieth man, like. But my mouse ain't working. My mouse over here is way over here. The battery's out. Now I got to go fetch it. And so uh, it's just one of those days that, like I said, a word of advice, be yourself. Things going to happen. Just you got to take the punches, roll with them, and, and move on. And, I mean, on top of that, too, like, if you look back at, at, like, these TV shows that go over history, like TV best moments, like live TV moments, nine out of ten of those things are because something went wrong. And yep. it was hilarious and, and very entertaining. And it's just, yeah, you, you got to roll with it. I mean, it's, you, you know, you might be embarrassed yourself, but chances are the audience is going to love it. <laughs> well, I still got one person um, from the Tulsa area and I won't say anything for security purposes, because, but you know, she'll still, she'll still message. Hey, I'm, I'm still thinking about that uh, mouse tossing across the room. I was like, I didn't toss it. It slipped out of my, <laughs> it slipped out. <laughs> But you know, hey, it's what it's what you know. A lot of it, why I do, I love what I do, podcasting and and getting, you know, finishing up school and to get my broadcast and just in running with it. It's 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 fun. I enjoy it and you you just you got to roll with the the good and the bad times. Good message. So, where can we find your show and where can we find you on social media? Boy, that's a good one. Um, you know, first off, Twitter is a big time. I'm more active. I think that, well, Donald Trump beats me on that one, but um, no. He's a lot of people. <laughs> yeah, exactly, for real. <laughs> um, but no, all jokes aside, uh, not to bring politics into it. No, all jokes aside, uh, on uh, definitely on Twitter, uh, at Air Raid underscore podcast is where you can find the show. Uh, my personal one on air with Mike, uh, facebook.com forward slash Air Raid Attack Podcast. Not as active on there just yet. Um, there's some kinks and things I want to kind of do with the page. And then eventually Instagram and then uh, Periscope, uh, Mike underscore area attack, I think is what it is. And then um, Sportscaster, but that's a new up and coming one. So mainly Twitter to answer your question, uh, at air raid underscore podcast is where you can social media out with be a part of the show. Um, I'm going to have all kinds of things here in the upcoming month. September is going to be loaded all kinds of things. So it's going to be a good month and uh, a lot of fan interactions. So that's the, that's the best way to, to find us on there and follow the show. Great. And in my case, I'm from big 10 country. I live in pac 12 country. I'm just going to be kicking my feet up and taking the year off. <laughs> what was your reaction to that canceling? Were you kind of surprised? No, no, I'm, I'm really not. Uh, and to be honest with you, I'm, I wouldn't be surprised if one of the other conferences that are still planning on going will end up canceling, whether it's either right before it starts or just after it starts. But, you know, who knows? I mean, it, it seems like people who are behaving themselves in these, these bubble concepts seem to be working quite well. Uh, it's, you know, in the case of like Major League Baseball, for example, the problems we've been having are you had the Marlins sneak out and go to a allegedly go to a casino or a, or a bar. You had the St. Louis Cardinals allegedly sneak out and go to a casino. And that's when you have the problem. So it's like if, if people can behave themselves, we may have a season or, you know, 
If not, sucks. That's all you can say. Exactly, and I'm with you on that. I still think as much as I love my Sooners and, and I'm still waiting for that first playoff win, I still I still think <laughs> I still well, I, think I would just love to get to a New Year's Day. <laughs> it's been a while since the I think the last time Purdue was in a New Year's Day bowl was when I was still a student there, going back fifteen years. <laughs> was, were you there when uh, Drew Brees was there? No, I got there just after. I, I was there for the uh, the Kyle Orton era. Oh, lovely! Yeah. Mm-hmm. The Kyle Orton and Curtis Painter era. Wow, I forgot about them. Yeah, they they both spent some time in the NFL. A little yeah, bit. Yeah, they did. I mean, Orton was was a decent quarterback. He's he's he had a reputation on campus of being kind of a drunk. Well, sadly, I can see that, but just by his facial expressions, I can see him being kind of. That name. There's an infamous photo that I'm sure you can still find somewhere of Kyle Orton. And, like, his senior year, you know, he had that really good start to the season, then he got hurt and fell off. And, I mean, for the first half of the season, I mean, he was in the shortlist for a Heisman finalist, and then he got hurt, and it just, you know, things fell off from there. But they had, like, a PR person in there working with allegedly to try to, like, we got to, like, clean up your reputation a little bit. Like, there's a photo from, like, his junior year where he's in a bar standing – on campus, standing on the bar with a bottle of whiskey in his hand, like, yeah! <laughs> it's just, I, I never met him personally, but uh, I know a lot of people who have, and seems like he's a, he's a great guy. He just, he just likes to have fun. Nothing and, wrong with that. Just be responsible and, exactly. and take care of yourself and, and all that, but. He made some money, played in the pros. He was on a Super Bowl yeah. participants roster with, with the Bears back yep. in 07. So, Correct. Hey, you know. Yeah, when they lost the Colts. <sighs> yep, which being from Indiana, that was also a good day for me. That was a good – yes, indeed. No, it, it was – I still – I'm with you. I think the big – I think probably once we get closer, I think – I know for sure the Big 12 starts the 12th of September. I know OU does. I still think probably around Labor Day, that Wednesday, I still expect – a week prior, I think one of these conferences are still going to to fold or maybe give it a week and see what happens. I don't expect as much as I love to I love college football, I I just don't I just have an eerie fearing that we're gonna probably be canceled, I think, completely throughout the rest of the season. Yeah, uh, we shall see. Hope not. Give us cross fingers. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So Mike, thanks again for being on the show. The show is the Air Raid Attack podcast. Download it wherever you uh, get your favorite podcasts. And the rest of you, check us out at stadiumscene.tv. Join the network and give us a follow at stadiumscene on Facebook, Twitter, and Pinterest, and stadium underscore scene on Instagram. And we will see you next time. Thank you, Davey, for having me. You guys take care. Have a wonderful weekend. All right, you too. Take care. we Will do.